0: And I'm feeling hungry this Saturday morning. Fortunately, Nikki works has, I, I. you know, sometimes I just look at your recipes, Nikki, and I'm like, I don't even know what goes in that, but I know that's for me.
1: <laughs> Good. I'm pleased to hear it. That's exactly the way it should be. Yeah, We well, eat it's, with our eyes, well, that's I, for sure. We're
0: probably doing things around the wrong way this morning because after 10 o'clock, we're going to talk to Rude um about how to grow really good rhubarb and how to how to you know produce your own rhubarb and i know that rhubarb Great. often kind of grows a bit like a weed you know if you get it going um but but maybe this maybe your um offerings this morning can be a bit of an incentive before roods because um you've got a rhubarb and vanilla bread and butter pudding <laughs> recipe for us
1: oh Rhubarb is the gift that just keeps on giving. You've got to treat it a little bit sensitively, and I can't wait to hear what Rude says. But yeah, you'll, you'll be able to have a bread and butter pudding just like this one. I mean, this is the most exquisite pudding. I'm not going to say it's the pudding of champions because... Well, look, I hope somebody like our beautiful Lisa and those other fantastic athletes do get to have this sort of thing after Mm. the games. Mm. Um, I really do. I mean, if I I was in there, no, I won't even go there. Why would I ever be in their place? I've got no dedication. (laughs) But anyway, um, hey, look, baking and any sort of cooking is a kind of a sort of... It's sort of an alchemy, and this is what I love about this pudding. You've got, I've used croissant instead of bread. Right. So bread and butter pudding sort of started way back when as a bit of an affordable pudding, really. Um, But these days it's been all poshed up, and most people use either a sourdough or maybe a, a beautiful spiced raisin bread or something instead of just the white old stale bread that you had. Um, I've gone even one step further and are using um, croissant for it. Mm. But you also pour over this mixture of milk and cream and eggs that forms a custard around it, and it's just like magic, I can't tell you. Oh. Um, I don't love a pudding too sweet, I've got to tell you, so I love the sharpness of rhubarb in this pudding. It just works really well. But I'm going to run you through. It's super, super simple to make. Okay. You want the oven on 160, which is just a little bit um, lower than, than than sometimes we bake things at, because a custard, you don't want it to split out, which happens at a high heat. Um, Butter is sort of medium-sized oven-proof dish for the, the kind of quantities I'm talking about. This will serve about six or eight or about, you know, one or two if it's you and I. Um, slice each croissant into about two to three, sorry, three to four sort of thick slices. Butter each slice of those. Um, you don't have to go crazy on the butter, but don't be mingy with it either. Mm. Um, and pack that into the prepared dish and then... Um, rounded side up scatter or tuck bits of rhubarb all through it and I've used about a cup of chopped rhubarb Um, and then in a really large bowl you just want to whisk together um, 300 mils of milk 300 mils of cream. You can use just milk for this too, Jack, but I like to make it a bit richer, four, as I would. Uh, four large eggs and about half a cup of sugar. You could also put a bit more sugar in if you like things a bit sweeter. But as I say, I really don't, so it's, you know, it's just beautifully sweet enough. One tablespoon, yes, I said tablespoon, um, of vanilla extract, and whisk all of that up because that's mm. going to be our custard. Pour that over the croissants. Leave it to sit for at least 30 minutes, an hour would be better. And every now and again as I pass it, I kind of press those croissants further into that, that custard mixture so that at least they sort of really soak it up. Um, bake it for an hour. You want to make sure that it is set in the middle. Um, and then serve it nice and hot, dusted with icing with, with ice sugar. Look, I just have it plain, but you could have it with whipped cream, but, boy, it's a bit of an overload. You could have it with ice cream. You could have it with custard. But it's just perfect on its own. It's the most beautiful potting jacket oh, really is.
0: Do you have a, <laughs> so you have a hot or cold? Have you...
1: oh, hot is, yep. is, yeah, hot. But I would let it cool down a little bit. Um, and let me tell you, cold the next day, nothing wrong oh, with
0: that. Okay, so um, <laughs> one of my favorite things, this is really exposing me as a glutton. One of my favorite um, <laughs> dining experiences is, I'm gonna sound. This is gonna make me sound very common. One of my favorite dining experiences, and it only happens occasionally, <laughs> I love is it. when I, if I'm, if I'm, fortunate to be staying in a hotel with a breakfast buffet, yeah. and then there's something about certain parts of the world where the breakfast buffet often has bread and butter pudding, and I don't know really? why. I yeah, have I don't know never why.
1: Struck that in my life.
0: So, so the last time I struck it was when I, I was in Pakistan at, at last year. And um and I was staying in relatively Ow. nice hotels because you know there's sort of a few security concerns and things and um and yeah. you know, the Kiwi dollar gets, gets you a fair distance anyway I was staying staying in these hotels and yeah they just had extraordinary bread and butter pudding every morning uh, you know on on the oh. breakfast buffet every morning and so of course everyone at home was saying how's the food in Pakistan and I was oh, well oh. the karahi's are good and you know the the, the dolls <laughs> yeah. are delicious, but i tell you what, nothing goes past the bread and butter pudding, <laughs> the mountains oh, of bread my. and butter pudding for breakfast.
1: Oh my goodness. I love it. Okay. I think that's worth risking all sort of security and COVID yeah, for. Yeah, yeah. I'm there. I'd like you to email me the name of the hotel, please.
0: So maybe <laughs> if we're doing it, maybe if we're doing a rhubarb and vanilla, we can do a, a hot big serve for, for dessert and then just save enough so that the following morning you've get a little bit of a hit as well.
1: I love it. So it was served cold in those hotels. That is brilliant. I just, I've never struck that. And I, I've been fortunate enough to stay in many hotels around the world, but I've never struck it. I love it. Usually I'm getting told off for putting the uh, the cold croissant on top of the toaster in hotel buffets. <laughs> they have even signs saying don't do that because they burn very quickly. Oh, do you? Yeah. yeah. Fr- no, yeah, I think if you let you it go. chill, I think if Lovely. you let it
0: chill, it, um, the bread and butter pudding, It it's going to sound weird when I say this, but it kind of it fudgifies. It kind of coagulates a little bit. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's, <laughs> and, it's
1: very true. And, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) And all that kind of fat from the cream and the butter, it sort of solidifies again. And I'm with you. Um, For example, never get them to heat up a cheese scone, a decent cheese scone in a cafe. Oh, no. You want that cold and solid and fantastic with that fat. Oh, I do. I think many many a thing gets ruined by getting heated up in cafes these days. If it's been baked fresh that morning, nothing wrong with a cold scone. Much better than it's very greasy. I'm going to respectfully disagree
0: with you on this. Yeah, okay. Okay, yeah. you're yeah. right. <laughs> oh, that's really interesting.
1: I love it. All right, oh, hey, thank you so to much, us and our, and our
0: I know. fans for fans. And, <laughs> I love and it. Our gluttony <laughs> tips. <laughs> um, have a great weekend, on Nikki. You.